How are we going to rate this movie a classic? I got two words for you. Impossible. Hey, nothing's impossible, Francisco. Improbable, unlikely, but never impossible. Uh, I hope you're right for this episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Thunder Road 3 now online. How can I help you travel through movie space time today? Course entered. Super Mario Bros. 1993. Is this correct? Course set. Rewinding in 3, 2, 1. Strap your belt on, kid. We're going in. Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the former pod, now the TR3, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the PaulJPowers.com plumber powers. Hey, it's a pleasure to meet me. I mean, you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's a pleasure to meet me, too. Uh, Also, for this, this discussion of the film Super Mario Brothers, we welcome back aboard ship's clergy. Dustin Warford. Hey, Dustin. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing well. Good. And Dustin, this is actually your sixth time flying with us. Woo-hoo! So you know what yeah. that means? Promotion time? You get a promotion. That's right. Hey. So you're promoted to... like five years for this promotion. <laughs> <laughs> you're promoted to chief clergy. So congratulations. Yeah! Double the responsibility and pay. So, I mean, that's got to be something, right? Clergy gets paid so much. I love it. <laughs> You only work one day a week, so that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, and also, uh, alongside uh, uh, Dustin, we welcome back clergy officer Dallas Mora. Hey, Dallas. Hey, what's going on? It's uh, things. Dino Hatton is what's going on. Um, <laughs> and now they have a quick flyby of who we are. Paul, can you give us a quick over- overview of the production specs for Super Mario Brothers? Sure. Hey, Paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It was released September 4th, 1989, and it was Paul? rated TVY7. It runs... Paul? Yes. yes? That sounds like the cartoon you're talking yeah. about. Each episode runs about 30 minutes, directed by Dan Reba. All of them were directed by Dan Lou, Reba, huh? Lead stars, you know, by Lou Albano, the wrestler, and Danny Wells. The guy who actually looks like Luigi. <laughs> Paul, I yeah. realized that was a Super Mario Brothers t- uh, on-screen property. We're talking about the movie that was released in 1993. Oh, that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. We oh. talked about it just the other day. Let me go back and watch. All right. Hopefully this is the right one. because <laughs> This one was... Woo. All right, Super Mario Bros. Period. Released May 28th, 1993. Runs an hour and 44 minutes. That's the one. Thank you. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) It's directed by two English people, Annabelle Jankel and Rocky Morton. And it was written by a bunch of people, but we'll give the credit to Parker Bennett, Terry Runty, I guess. Ed Mm -hmm. Solomon. He wrote Bill and Ted with his partner. And the lead stars being Bob Hoskins, John Leguizano, Demis Hopper, and a couple more people you may or may not recognize, <laughs> with music composed by Alan Silvestri. Ooh, so this this music is probably as good as Back to the Future, right? If not better, because it's <laughs> afterwards. He's had a chance to improve. Ooh. 
All right. So you ready for the box office trivia? I am ready. Are you guys ready, Dallas and Dustin? Let's do it. Let's go for awesome. it. Awesome. And everyone here live in chat, uh, Bobo, uh, Killer, uh, Instruction, welcome. You're all welcome to join in as well. Paul, uh, go for it. Let's go. All right. The Super Mario Bros. Movie, but not really movie in the title. <laughs> Was made for about forty-two million and earned only about twenty million dollars in the box office. So, given this fact, how high in the box office do you think it ranks among the movies released theatrically in nineteen ninety-three? We'll go for the top ninety-three. Okay, <laughs> right. Uh, let's start with Dallas. What's your guess? Uh, I'm gonna say. 72. 72. Why, why 72? Just I would only go 42, but knowing history, that's giving it too much. Too much credit. Fair. <laughs> well, uh, actually, for, okay, never mind. I was about to say it wasn't taken, but it just now got taken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Killer guess 42. Bobble guess 92. Um, Paul, uh, not Paul. Dustin, what's your guess? I'll say 75. 75. Okay. Um, I am going to, <laughs> I'm going to say 81. Wow. No one guessed below 50. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you sorry. Mean above Not 50. with a $20 million. Oh, yeah, dollars. yeah, yeah. No. Killer did. All right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good point. So, uh, Paul, where did this actually end up? I need a sound effect whenever somebody gets it right on the head because somebody Ooh. did it. Ooh. It's. 75. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, good job, so, Dustin. Well done, well done, well done. There you go. That's the closest thing I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that works. <laughs> well, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melts or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get into once Travis is located our target film. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Hollywood Pictures. When you jump to the next level with the Super Mario Brothers, you've got the action. You've got the adventure. You got a problem with that? You've got the power. Where the game ends, the adventure begins. Super Mario Brothers, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Starts Friday, May 28th. You know what? I I seem to, that really brings back some memories. Not so much about the movie Super Mario Brothers, but I feel like that's the same announcer that does, now you're playing with power, superpower, but I could be wrong. It just sounds eerily similar to me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. But uh, let's see what our memories of this movie were in our memory mind melt synopsis of Super Mario Brothers. Daisy's dino-digging department discovers Jurassic Park, the lost world under New York City. Eddie Valentine and Sid from Ice Age are trying to make their way as successful plumbers in New York, when suddenly they are sucked into the worst video game adaptation of all time to rescue the fairy from Fern Gully from King Koopa, Hopper, to a place with no toads, no turtles, and shells, no real brow Bowser, and giant not-goombas that can't be jumped on. Pop quiz, hotshot. A lizard king has taken your girl and has a secret plan to invade the, your world. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Shoot it in the leg. 
Uh, so Mario, <laughs> Mario Mario and Luigi Mario are super sco- use super scopes to de-evolve Koopa and rescue the Mushroom Kingdom with a teased sequel that never happened. I, I was, there was some of that in there that was right, but I'd say on the whole that was... Decepted. But Darn. based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what rain did they lead you to predict for this movie before you rewatched it? A classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh, let's start with Dustin. What was your prediction for Super Mario Brothers? I don't ever remember having a harder time making a prediction for a movie. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, yeah, so, I can see that. So, someone commented already in the when we were talking earlier about this, you know, like how they, uh, something about watching it and just their memories. And I was thinking, all right, I remember watching it as a kid and I remember liking it as a kid, but I remember absolutely bashing it for years. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was trying to think, would I think this is a nostalgic movie? Like, yeah, you watch as a kid, go back and have fun watching this horrible movie and you may have fun (laughs) watching a horrible movie. Okay. Or would I just say, no, it's trash. Just don't go. <laughs> the new one just came out. Stick to that. Stick to oh, yeah. So, sure, sure, sure. So I, I was actually torn on my prediction, hmm. but I, I predicted tragic. I went back and said, I, I think I spend tragic. more time bashing this than I do saying <laughs> that I had fun with it. Totally fair. Good call. Uh, Dallas, uh, did you bash this in your prediction? No, I didn't bash on my prediction. I was trying to remember what I did for the bottom shelf because mm-hmm. I can't remember where we placed it on that. Um, I'm I'm giving it a nostalgic. nostalgic I, 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 well. We're talking before. I have some some very real nostalgia feelings for this because of how I saw it mm-hmm. originally, and I just I feel like I remember going, oh yeah, this is a terrible movie, but I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, yeah. how about yourself? I'm kind of similar. I saw this in the theater. Didn't hmm. love it, but I didn't hate it. Okay. And you know, wanted to see it again. Like, was it as bad as people said? Mm-hmm. So. But I, I, again, not a real desire to go back and watch it again. So I went <laughs> nostalgic down the middle. <laughs> nostalgic down the middle. Awesome. Uh, for me, I was not as generous, and I predicted tragic for my mm. for my prediction because I didn't remember wanting to go see this again. I was like, well, we have to cover the podcast. I guess I'll watch it. Um, but I wasn't Be looking grudgingly. forward to it. What was that? I said begrudgingly, huh? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. But it'll be interesting to see if those predictions pan out. Uh, but first, let's get into the things we liked most about Super Mario Brothers. Best bits. Not movie, but it is the movie. <laughs> yes, the 1993 <laughs> film adaptation. We'll go with that. So to begin, Dustin, what's one thing you liked about this film? All right. What's funny is you guys kind of mentioned the guy who wrote the soundtrack earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the soundtrack for this movie. Okay. Nice. Um, I, I did when they were doing the chase scenes. Actually, with, you know the the cars are driving and flipping all over. Yeah. I, the soundtrack. I don't know if it's the same guy that did it though, but I covered um, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." With I was guy. just about to say it sounded very "Honey, I Shrunk it the Kids." And sounded I think very much like "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." I want to uh, say Alan Silvestri are doing all the invention stuff. Yes. I had that same that. tone for sure. Yeah. <laughs> when they were driving the cars and things were exploding, I was like, oh, this sounds like Wayne Selinsky's background music as he's doing all of his work. <laughs> and it, it just, it made me smile. I thought this is fun. All the background <laughs> effect stuff. I, I really did enjoy. You yes. know, it, it, it also, it reminded me some of his other works and one of his songs that he did sounded a lot like one of, see if you can recognize this one. Oh my gosh. You know, 
<laughs> oh, sorry. That, that wow. Wasn't sorry. <laughs> wow, Paul. Any excuse. Um, so, oh, oh, interesting. So the music for High I Shrunk the Kids was actually done by James Horner. But I totally, it definitely it felt has that like same it. feel. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. Which Honey I Shrunk the Kids was in 89. So there's plenty of time to be inspired by it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say steal, but, but good call. <laughs> inspired, quote unquote. It's a no mod. Exactly. Yeah. You should be thankful, James Horner, except you're yeah. dead, but still. Uh, okay. So you like the music. Very nice. I did. Yeah. Um, Dallas, what, uh, what was. Uh, pleasant to your ears about this uh, film. Yeah, so some of the humor actually lands for me. I oh, genuinely cool. laughed at certain port, like port where they're in the elevator mm-hmm. and they're 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 <laughs> make the goopas start dun, sweating. Dun, 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 <laughs> you know what? <laughs> dun, 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 I, I gotta dun, dun. tell, I gotta speak up because so, so many people I've heard trash that scene, but that is the that's, one scene that sticks out to me the most. Why? <laughs> Because it's like, oh, what do you? How do you get out of this? And to me, as silly and stupid as it is, it is, it, is, it makes sense. No, <laughs> like, you know what would make more sense? Stomping on their heads. No, they're too big. I, I, I love care. the elevator scene. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! Bad, but I, I love that they start dancing again towards the end. Yeah, and then even the shout out on Koopa's radio: the Goombas are dancing again. He's like, don't stop it. It's like I. I that was honestly for me one of the best parts. Of oh my goodness, you guys! It's so funny. Okay, if, so- if I had to pick a scene to be my classic maker, that would be, <laughs> that would be a contender. As silly and stupid, I get it. It doesn't. It's it's just fun. Oh my goodness! So was- look at the laughter it's bringing us now. Just talking about oh that one. Scene. What was that one of your likes, then, Paul? Also, uh, way down on else? the list. Not way, not okay. that far down, but down on the. Um, but my top going top three my number three mm-hmm. spot would mm-hmm. be uh the practical effects yes. oh really okay um the makeup that was used and the setting but let's i, I want to talk about yoshi because yeah. Yeah, yeah. that puppetry wh- what's amazing about this is that it's all practical that mm-hmm. that little dinosaur yeah and it it's weird because part of it looks cg but i was surprised to read that was yeah. all practical right yeah. and it took nine puppeteers to control them off the side oh, wow mm-hmm. no kids so and and to me it's like when you hear that steven spielberg was going to make jurassic park practically without cgi what would that look like i, I think, think this some is of it good, practically well yes but even those practical ones i mean had some cgi on it but yeah, it's yeah. kind of like the t-rex you know that's yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot but all the dinosaurs were going to be like this and i think this is a good indication yoshi here what that would have been like mm. to see mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of fun to see what what that was so yeah. i enjoyed the practical effects in this so like speaking about yoshi that whole thing celeste and i uh we have a love for just like cute little animals and stuff like that we got mm-hmm. stuffed animals and stuff and like i we legitimately cannot drive past uh pet smart on adoption day because i may come home with an animal because uh, <laughs> so, i saw yoshi we're like oh my god it's adorable like it was just a cute thing but like the practicality of it mm-hmm. was like you're like is this real like yeah. it was pretty yeah. amazing how they did that yeah, yeah absolutely very cool um okay so then that leaves uh me for something i liked i 
I actually, I don't know why, but I thought it was enjoyable to see Lance Henriksen, uh, who plays more popularly Bishop in the Aliens movie, as the king of the Mushroom Kingdom at the very end. I thought yeah. that was just fun. I, oh, I yeah, like, the robot dude. Yeah, yeah, the robot right, dude. From, I was from like, Alien. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. I was like, yeah, wait, yeah. is that him? And it was. That so. is him. I didn't recognize him because he's yeah. older and, and yeah. he has all that stuff on. But yeah, yeah. that is him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that was cool. So that's something I liked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could ask a question about that, that yeah. whole thing with him being the king. What? His name, they, all right. So he's King Bowser. What? Now you, yeah, that's his name. Is King Bowser? He's listed yeah. as King Bowser. Lance and is listed as King Bowser for some reason. They in say the, that in the movie. They call him yes Bowser. in the movie. Bowser. So there's um, King Koopa, which is Dennis Hopper, right? And and this guy, Daisy's father, is listed as King Bowser. In this don't movie. get me started on my tragic maker. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> names and stuff when we get there. <laughs> I was just wondering if you understood why they were like what they thought was going to happen, but okay. We'll I, I can tell. I, I I can save it for later, but I have a theory. Let's I have let's a theory save also. It, let's save it for later. Let's save it for later. All right. Um, save it for my tragic maker. Yes. All right, we'll do. <laughs> Dustin, what won't you save so for later? Bitter. Because it's something else you liked. Um, something else I did like that I uh, I didn't know if I was going to feel it again. I did smile through a lot of this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I saw. So I, I thought they did a good job setting the the tone of just fun they, they want this mm-hmm. to be really really fun yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. i think i think they nailed that it, even mm-hmm. even amidst all of its flaws that we'll get to i i did think it had a fun tone and i i enjoy mm-hmm. i did enjoy the watching and the smiling and some of the some of the nostalgia feels did come out with oh i remember seeing it mm-hmm. as a kid and um playing the game and even though there weren't tons of game references future dislike heads up there there's, uh, there's <laughs> just <laughs> I, no, I, I will say they they established a tone for the movie, good or bad, however you take it, and they mm-hmm. carried that tone through the yeah, whole thing. That, that's right. That's true. Speaking uh, of tone, I found out it. Okay, the the set design. When I talked about practical effect, the set designer. If you took Pee-wee's Big Adventure and you also took mm-hmm. Blade Runner and married them together, <laughs> this. <laughs> Underground City would be that. And that's who they got. The same set designer worked on all three movies. Oh, really? So, oh, wow. All right. There's the a reason why it looks that way. And he, he did his job. <laughs> Craziness. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he did his job. Uh, Dallas, do your job and tell us one more thing you liked. So one more thing I liked that was not my classic maker. Yep. Uh, this is a dumb one. But, like, I appreciate that. Uh, Mario was a competent plumber for the most part. Oh yeah, like, totally. Like we're like he's like, hey, I need this. Like he actually yeah. used his plumbing skills throughout the yeah. entirety of the movie. And Unlike like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah, or like, or <laughs> well, like the, even, at least the cartoon version, not that live action. But yeah, yeah. go ahead. But like th- normally, it's just like most you have a picture of him with a plunger, and that's it. Yeah, and then like he's just traveling through pipes. And I, I remember as a kid going. I see a plumber. Like, yeah, you don't yeah. Do any plumbing in this whole. You're going through pipes. That's about it. And so, yeah. well, so did Popeye in his arcade game, but he don't call him a plumber. <laughs> so I was always confused about that. So I appreciate the just the like they put the, the world or they built the world around the character of a mm-hmm. plumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm say it was Mario, but a plumber and going on this adventure and using those skill sets, and it made yeah. sense the way that they did it. It wasn't like they just ham fisted some stuff into it. Absolutely. Yeah, watch out! You can get arrested for being a plumber in this movie. 
Uh, yeah. Apparently you can. Uh, speaking of Mario as the plumber, uh, my like was uh, actually, I thought Bob Hoskins was such a perfect casting to play mm. Mario in yeah, this he film. Did a great I, job. I thought he did. that, yeah. I thought it was, I, I mean, I'm not from New York. I don't know if that is an authentic Brooklyn accent. It just sounded like he was doing his Eddie Valentine, but that works for me. So I, yeah. I was happy with it. He wasn't it. using his English accent, that's which true. helped. Yes. <laughs> but and yeah, that's I thought what matters. he seemed competent. He seemed like the Mario. I, I felt yeah. like he was a bit sidelined as the hero to make Luigi the hero, the more of the... I don't know the the more of the protagonist, if that makes sense, than Mario. I they had equal time, but that's yeah, me. yeah, and they are it's the Mario he, brothers. He, the, but he played the straight man for the majority of the movie. That's but. yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So, but so I, I really liked Bob Hoskins. Uh, I thought he was perfect cast, perfectly cast as Mario. Yeah, it's it's too bad that Bob Hoskins, may he rest in peace, mm-hmm. um, said that this was the one role that he played that he wished he could erase. Uh, lots of people i was reading imdb trivia had a bad experience mainly with the directors for this well there's a lot of yeah yeah but um but we'll get into that with my tragic maker stuff later (laughs) but do you know bob bob hoskins was not their first pick do you know who was Hmm. a little bonus Ooh, let, let me think arnold schwarzenegger no, somebody short and round. Danny DeVito. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I could see that. That would be. I think that would have worked. Yeah. Nice. Um, Paul, that leaves you though. You didn't get yeah. Danny DeVito. What did you no. like though about this movie? So the second thing, the first one thing I listed was the practical effects. The mm-hmm. second thing I'm going to list is the visual effects. Oh, okay. Now, like all the particles times, and things. Yes. Yes. A lot of times, some of these older movies will these. The visual effects are in my uh, dislikes, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that being said, this movie laid the groundwork for the particle effects that are still being used today. A lot of the, a lot of, from what I've read, a lot of the coding and everything is based on the, the technology that they created for this movie. Oh wow! So, okay, uh, we wouldn't have what we have today theoretically if it weren't for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Much like we wouldn't have the Mario Kart we have today if we weren't for Super Mario Kart. Yeah, that's a callback like to that. the last episode. <laughs> it's in the universe. I thought it made sense. Jeez, the weird. Sure. <laughs> Dead air. Um, all right. Let's, <laughs> now that we've all gone through our, our the things we liked, let's talk about the things we liked most. Our classic makers for uh, Super Mario Brothers. I'll go ahead and start. And um, I actually thought Samantha Mathis was mm. so delightful as Daisy. I just mm, liked yeah. her so much in this. I, I felt like she was very, uh, she really just fit the role of Daisy just as much as Bob Hoskins fit the role of Mario. Um, she was so likable and I, I thought she just played the part so well. So Absolutely. I was disappointed I didn't get to see more movies with her in yeah, it because absolutely. I enjoyed her so much in mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'll be the jerk who calls this out. <laughs> okay. Um, and towards the end of the movie, when she's all "quote unquote" dolled up, more like a, a yeah, princess. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. <laughs> uh, it, I would have left her and dumped her for the Daisy at the beginning of the film. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. 
or the one that comes back at the end saying, uh, "Hey, there's trouble." You're not going to believe trouble. this. Yeah, whoever whoever was in the makeup and, and designing and that 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 other part, fire them. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be something that looks good to Dennis Hopper's eyes or King Koopa's but eyes. But even so. still, they 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 did her wrong. Is all, all right. I'm all right. I think that was on purpose. I think storytelling that was on purpose. Like because the what's your face was involved with that. Oh also. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, I could see that to show that she's out of place, so she doesn't belong. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to. <laughs> well, Paul, what did you All like right. the most? Um, going off what you said, Francisco, with Bob Hoskins mm-hmm. and um, Daisy, what's her name? Samantha, Samantha Mathis. Mathis. Yeah. It's just the cast. I thought mm-hmm. it was a great, great cast. Everybody, I think, did a great job for what they were given. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But e- even down to like... Iggy and and Spike and Spike and like all the all the people I thought did a great job. And for me, that's really what makes this movie is watching them mm-hmm. play these characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um I I just uh, I gotta give it up to the cast and the give cast. them my my classic maker. Okay, awesome. Uh Dallas, what so, what would you cast in the mold of your cat classic maker? So um, I'm going to agree with, I love the casting of, uh, mm-hmm. for, again, like what you guys said, for what we're, they were given was great. Mm-hmm. But for me, honestly, <clears throat> what I love the most is uh, the the dystopian world that they built. Uh, I'm a fan of dystopian movies and stories. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the world that they built was fascinating. Uh, we talked about um, with uh, over at the bottom shelf that like, it feels like, uh, a a version of Blade Runner at times, like mm. it's a steampunk, yeah. uh, cyberpunk, dystopian world this entire time with the cars and everything, and I I loved it. I appreciated. It. I thought that the, there was a, the the set design gave texture to this uh, not Super Mario Brothers movie, and <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we, we I, me and my friends have often said over the years, uh, if you remove the Mario moniker, you actually have a really interesting dystopian movie for, yeah. uh, sort of a more light-hearted dystopian movie sure yeah, absolutely yeah. so we we enjoyed that portion of it mm-hmm. that's interesting how oh, many good. light-hearted dystopian movies are there not many not many yeah i'm i'm racking my brain for another one and nothing's really yeah coming to mind yeah it doesn't uh, exist <laughs> without <laughs> googling it. That subgenre it. does not exist. I mean, oh. Judge Dredd. I even guess then that's, that's lighthearted. Well, the first one, I the was lighthearted. The second superior one was yeah, lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. first one was lighthearted. Yeah, in comparison, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you had Rob Schneider as the number two in the movie. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh I meant to say that also, going back to the cast, jumping hmm. in, since there's a lull in the conversation. <laughs> for me, <Wow>. <laughs> this is... I think John Leguizamo is one of these underrated actors. I think he's an outstanding actor that okay. just hasn't had his due. Like he hasn't had a role that really made him shine well, as well as I think his full potential can carry. Well, we don't but, talk about Bruno, so that's why. Well, oh, that's true too. He's word. he's a little <laughs> hidden behind the walls. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but this movie, I think for me, this is what I consider his best role because he's. He's in it. He's more lighthearted than a lot of his other ones. He's, mm-hmm. he's more enjoyable to watch, and he's in a lot of it. He's not like in Spawn. He's not. I mean, he does an excellent job in that, but 
he's not showcased as much as this, you know, and, and a lot of like a lot of his roles are very minor in comparison. So for me, this sticks out as unfortunately his best role. (laughs) That is kind of sad. I was blown away when I found out that was him in spawn back in the day. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would trip me out too. Yeah. I I mean, I'd like him in John wick well enough, but I, I, I feel like he's fine. He's not an actor that I like, Oh, I want to see him in more things. I don't feel the same way, Paul, but I, I feel like that's a totally valid um, response to him, but I would love to hear uh, Dustin's, totally valid classic maker for super mario brothers so i was i was torn between a couple and you guys actually covered them both oh really Um, okay the the special effects of the movie Mm -hmm. um i loved the practical special effects the explosion uh Mm -hmm. koopa's flamethrower you know it's like this is this is not just cgi coming at us from every direction right Uh, they were really crashing and flipping over cars you know all that this is so fun to see real things getting yeah mm-hmm. apart it felt real yeah and um and then i also thought you guys said the cast was perfect you know mm-hmm. i i love uh i loved koopa in this movie you know just dennis you, you look at everyone who played their roles you know dennis hopper you know he's like rest in peace man um just I, I thought they all played their role the way they were supposed to play it like like the movie or not i feel yeah. like they did what they were supposed to do exactly they, they you know great, who is great guy who played scapelli he was fantastic <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when he was a human or when he was a monkey both <laughs> the monkey i did the think monkey. it was a cool this is the, i didn't write this down but i did think it was a cool seating how scapelli beats them to the plumbing job at the beginning of the movie and then that that allows you to make it makes more sense how they're able to muck with the plumbing that floods the site later on in the movie. So I thought that was just a nice. Um, you mean you mean that. the people that they hired that that wore Scapelli on their jumpsuits? Exactly. Yes, those people. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on my dislike. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, all right. Fine, guys. We will get there. But um, actually, you know what? Yeah, let's move on to. Oh, hold on. Sorry, guys. Looking at my notes, it may be a surprise, but I do have one more thing I liked that I wanted to mention. And that would be playing games with strangers. Playing games with strangers is a family-friendly actual play uh, podcast where indie voice actors get together and play tabletop role-playing games. You can listen to the adventure unfold as they roll die, slay monsters, and have fun. All at playinggameswithstrangers.com. But Francisco, according to the promos, this movie ain't no game. <laughs> you know what? Oh, man, you're right. I guess playing games with strangers has nothing to do with this movie. Shucks. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what does have something to do with this movie, Paul? You know what? Some trivia. How about that? Uh, yeah, let's hear All right. it. All right, here we go. Did you all realize that the set for Dino Hatton was built on in an abandoned cement factory called the Idle Cement Factory in the Ideal woods outside of Wilmington, North Carolina? Set designs were adapted to the existing structure of the building, and this factory was also used as the Shredder and Foot Clan's hideout in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990 oh, cool. and Top Dollar's Nightclub in The Crow from 1994. So my question to you guys is, if you were ba- bad guy bosses, like mob bosses or maybe a ninja squad boss like Shredder, 
where would you set up your headquarters? Like, would you have a front of a, a store? Would you go to like backwoods, a cement factory? What, what would you do? Uh, let's start with Paul. Well, obviously not this ideal cement factory because that's where all they'll know to look for me there. <laughs> that's where all these bad guys are headed. <laughs> good point. Good point. Um, so the ideal choice would be uh, the Mushroom Kingdom. I'll set up my my <laughs> my headquarters there. You're no, going to go to another dimension to set up your headquarters? I'll never catch me there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was one of the weird things that you hear like Vegas, Las Vegas was created as a as a mob headquarters. Like, why would they go all the way out there? It seems like impractical, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you have no resources around you, but you kind of make up your own law. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere sounds good to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to the middle of the nowhere of the U.S. or middle of nowhere of Mushroom Kingdom? Well, if I can, the Mushroom Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hopefully Uh, the mob isn't already out there. I just have to stay away from the sun chasing me all the time. Mario's Italian. Who else is out there? Oh, Oh, my (laughs) God. Dustin, how about you? All right, I'm going to go real off the wall here because uh, as I was I was thinking about this, mm-hmm. where would I set up my evil base? It may not be practical, but I can't think of one of these evil bases getting overthrown. Ooh. I'm going to set up my evil base inside a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I mean Vader had his, you know, castle base on that Who's volcano planet. Mm-hmm. Um I you know, in the movie The Incredibles, syndrome was in the volcano and these guys didn't lose their fights in their home bases they were all outside of their bases they lost their fights i was like you know i've got a power source according to the the superhero stuff you can just harness that lava get all that (laughs) hey you should talk to the people of pompeii see how they feel about that (laughs) no see they were outside of the volcano and interrupting on them as long as you're inside i'm still like i'm good we got oh, covered. <laughs> I did not know that. Interesting. Fascinating. Uh, how about you, Dallas? All right. So mine, it's all right. I thought about this really hard. Mm-hmm. And I got two options okay. in my head. Ooh. And they're similar, but they have very different reasonings. Mm-hmm. Both of them are restaurants. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, nice. All right. So the first one is Arby's because like, <laughs> nobody goes to Arby's. Nobody's going to come there. They don't Period. want meats. No, wow. who's, who's going to eat now? How's Arby still open? They Nobody have good the park- orm, orange creamsicle uh, shakes. That parking lot is empty all the time. <laughs> Ain't nobody come looking for my crew there. All right. Hey, so Arby's in the sandwiches morning. for six bucks. You're going to be flooded soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Say, bring those prices down to 20 years ago and <laughs> have some people there. Number two. Popeye's chicken because you ain't gonna fight with the staff. They cops gonna come in. We need to see your boss. Go away. Okay, we're out of here. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. So Popeye's chicken or Arby's. Those are my options. Wow. What you do is you hire the people from Popeye's to run your Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Then it's locked down. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, cool. All right. Great trivia, Francisco. Thank you, Paul. Now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what you. Our awesome rewinders had about Super Mario Bros. Period. <laughs> right. David Gardner says a rapper Yoshi frightening Goombas removed the magic that was this move uh, that was this movie geared for who is this movie geared for? Uh, kids or adults? I don't know. Kevin Joshua Burnham says I still enjoyed it. 
Nice. Uh, Jesse Clava Vidal says, well, of course, now watching the movie, it really doesn't make any sense. But growing up watching this movie was amazing and I loved it. Still do. James Eames says, same here. As a kid, it was the coolest thing. Nice. Mike Fraley says, I had a young adult from my church come up to me and say, you've got to watch this movie. It's amazing. He hadn't <laughs> thought through the fact that he'd seen it as a kid and loved it. By the time the DVD was played through and he he had wished that he had not sullied those fond memories with a rewatch, it was not great. Nathan James Norman says, complete objective disappointment. It was the first time I remember not liking a movie I saw in the theater. Really? Oh. I have watched it since on riff tracks. The, the only way to fly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait, they have that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Uh, Stephen Forrester says, from what I've been told, I've been blessed by God to have never seen it. <laughs> and Jeremy Shield says, I went to the theater, got confused by what they were trying to do, still had fun with it, hmm. watched it on video a few times, not planning to ever watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> had some good actors, but a terrible adaptation. Awesome. Well, uh, let's talk about the terrible things that we thought were in this movie. Travis? Worst loss. Yes, let's get to our dislike section. And I'm going to start with Paul. What's one thing you disliked about Super Mario Brothers, period? Oh, there's so many things in this movie <laughs> that did not make sense. It's like, where to begin? I'm um, like I said, those those uh, uh, no, I'll save that for Dustin's. Um, uh, let's talk about the portal. OK, how do you fall through sideways for like five minutes? But then later you just step through, step on back. How, how does or even before that she the, pokes her head out, but she, she yeah, has her body yeah, all like, the way through. Yeah, right. How is Iggy or Spike carrying her and she's able to like poke through poke back without right <laughs> yeah yeah it mm -hmm. makes no sense completely agree i think mm -hmm. mario actually fell up when he yeah. he yeah. defied oh, gravity yeah like, like he he not only went upside down but went up up yeah i think there was it. like an air draft or and something i've seen on the video game or something and he didn't jump he fell he yeah fell he fell up, up. yes <laughs> He must have had the Tanuki suit or something on. We just didn't see. <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, very valid <laughs> dislikes, Paul. Uh, let's go to Dallas next. What's something you didn't like? Sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> He's cracking up. He can't handle I it. I just pictured, like, the only way they could have included that would be, like, the original furries. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Oh, you know, okay. if they just took that scene out, because it doesn't hold up well through the years with him flying through the chasm, mm -hmm. it would have would have been fine. We yeah. would have got it. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. So this this is actually goes into my my dis my first dislike is the CG doesn't hold up. That whole yeah. scene of them falling through, yeah. yeah, it was just so weird. And then the other like again, they didn't do a lot of CG, which is what helped. Yeah, but yes, where yes. they did, it was it was rough. And mm -hmm. while we're on the CG, this came out before Spawn. Yeah, but that had the same graphics. It makes me worry even more about Spawn now. Oh, <laughs> like to rewatch Spawn? You mean? Yes. Like, yeah. I may pull Spawn out later and watch it because I'm pretty sure those are almost the exact same graphics back they use. So, <laughs> but dun, the, dun, the, the CG just didn't hold up the entire time. And, yeah. Um, I'm trying to put myself in a 1993 mindset of what CG looked like, and I just don't like. 
this None was advanced it. for that time. Mm-hmm. But it was it. I don't think it was executed well for being advanced at the time. Well, there were a couple scenes that were executed well. The yeah. one with Daisy at the time, her face like morphing out like that. Yeah, really hadn't been done to that degree. You saw right. it a little bit on Abyss, but this was even more right. clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm thinking about Abyss, and I have I have high. High respect for the abyss, right? So maybe that's part of the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were a couple things like with the the um, trans morgification, whatever the evolve devolve, where they oh yeah, where they they morph their heads. heads. Yeah, yeah. 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 There were a couple things that stood out for the time, but there's Mm -hmm. other things like when he's falling through Mario's falling through the chasm. I remember (laughs) in the theater going, oh. He's going in to return to Oz in, in, <laughs> in, in the Gnome King's castle. This looks exactly yeah. like that. Like, no, I, yes. I, I can echo the the CGI on that. I mean, how much mm-hmm. cooler would it have been in the end if Koopa came up as a practical T Rex and not oh, that been weird CG so T Rex? It was. It looked kind of practically to me. Some it of it not? was like okay. Had, there, some of the in between stuff. Was he had like practical. a face mask on. Okay, that okay. was practical. But uh, Dustin's talking about like a full on T-Rex you saw from Jurassic Park. Yeah, because, you know, he he comes out of his little container or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, Bleh! and I, I remember I, I even remember as a kid going, is that supposed to be a T-Rex? You know, just I, <laughs> as a kid. I don't think they nailed that. Get no. Spielberg on the phone. Hey, you done with your T-Rex? We want to borrow it. <laughs> your T-Rex about to play. Wow. Yeah. So that was your first dislike, Dustin? Is that right? No, no, that was not. I was just echoing the dislike for CGI in there. Well, what was Um, yours then? My first dislike was who in their right mind would wear your work clothes to go sabotage somebody else's. Yes. <laughs> right? Or whatever their name was. Scapelli or whatever. They're yeah. running away. Oh, it's Scapelli's guys. Cause it's written big on my back as we're invading. <laughs> like, oh, well, they yeah. didn't think anyone I mean, was going to be down there. Even the dumb guys, you know, Iggy and they were the dumb guys, but oh, it's just, it's like, All right. anyone that. for hire is dumb. <laughs> 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 Well, funny is, I I didn't remember that at all mm-hmm. until you know seeing it on this rewatch. It yeah, just yeah. screamed. It was like, who does that? I mean, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, and and on that same note, in that or in that same domain of that scene, I I could not understand for the life of me. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I do have a, a way of sort of um, thinking through. But I was thinking when they 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 uh, they sabotage the plumbing. And it starts flooding the the dinosaur thing, and then uh, Daisy and Luigi walk or run all the way to wherever uh, Luigi Mario and Mario live, across half, and half then town. go all the way back. I guess yeah. that might have been in their van, but it seems like that whole place should have been so filled with water yeah. by that time. However, no, it went down the chasm that blew yeah, Mario up. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's where I was thinking as I'm saying this. Oh, maybe that's where all the water <laughs> went. But it, it just seems, I don't know, it seemed a little, a little it sus. It did seem weird. Yeah, yeah, it seemed weird. Yeah. Um. So that is my first dislike. Uh, let's go back to Dustin. What's something else you disliked? All right. Um, I did not like the fact that in classic Mario lore, mm-hmm. Mario has a thing for a princess. That's kind of like they're the thing. Mario rescues princess. He Mm -hmm. wants the Mm -hmm. kid on the princess. And this movie completely flipped it to Luigi being the one for that. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, 
I didn't like it as a kid, and I didn't what? like it now. I was like, you know, we just gotta have a chance too. This isn't Peach. They're after this is Daisy. <laughs> Daisy. Well, okay, then at least make Mario's girlfriend's name Peach. Something I think that like would be great. Right? Just like well, a I don't nice even know. If, I don't even know if back then her name was Peach. I don't think that was established oh. until Which Mario. Brings me to my dislike. <laughs> my next one. Okay. Go ahead, is Paul. That, Sorry, that's my that's my sorry. I got confused. That was my tragic maker. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait on that. All right. Well, then what's something else you yeah, dislike? Paul? I don't like it. Um, let's see. There's lots of things that didn't make sense. We've covered a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. uh just one off the top of my list is there's no way that Iggy and Spike, the two dudes that kidnapped the princess, mm-hmm. would know that the plumbers took the rock. They they can barely know how to yeah. tie their shoes, let alone see through a princess's body to see who took the rock <laughs> across a chasm that apparently you have to fall through. Fall up through. Yes. Yes. So. Iggy and Spike, uh, as Bobo put, puts it, played by Fisher Stevens and the valet guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Thank you, Bobo. Yes. <laughs> you have you have the Indian guy from Short Six Short Circuit. <laughs> short Circuit. Yes. Again, I am shrugging him. <laughs> Mixed with the the valet guy. What yes. country do you think this is? <laughs> yeah. Look, I like how you brought that up. There's no way they'd know that. You know, and that kind of plays into the whole why does Koopa wait so stinking long to make them smarter? <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, it's right. Because you know, like, he didn't evolve himself, the- which again doesn't make somebody like <laughs> input all the knowledge into their brain just because they evolve it just expands their ability to retain that information and process it so yeah it's ridiculous so yeah you know you would think after the maybe the second wrong idiot move like all right let's use this machine to make them smarter not you brought me this many wrong girls you can't remember who's going there let's do this now that we're at crisis moment right right well the thing is he evolved from a dinosaur and he looks like a human, which doesn't make sense that when you supposedly, if you evolve from a monkey, you look like a human. If you evolve from a dinosaur, you're not going to look like a human. But no, this his world, hair is all in these like spiky it's rows. Still, it's so okay, opposable thumbs and still humanoid. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm glad you said it because I already said my two dislikes and that was on my list. But every <laughs> stinking thing evolves to a human. The fungus, <laughs> the dinosaurs, everything. I know. What is this? A Star Trek show? All <laughs> aliens are humanoid. Come on. Everything's human. Oh, my word. Uh, Dallas, what was inhuman about this movie for you? Uh, for like. me, it was the the terrible cuts all the way through the film. Oh. Like, things just didn't make sense. And mm. a lot of it's because they, they trimmed off so much to mm-hmm. make this into a uh, a more reasonable length of, of a movie. Yeah. And, like, a great example is, like, when they're coming down into the cavern, like, Mario's on one side, and then they do a quick cut. This in the same moment. They're probably two feet further and also Mario's on the other side of Luigi <laughs> and it's just like flip flops back and forth a little bit and then like there was a scene that we talked about in the pre-show or was I don't know if it was pre-show or not but like where it was in the uh, the uh, de-evolutionizer mm-hmm, there's a mm-hmm. dude that was turned into a blob yeah yeah and you missed that and then there's a whole scene later where somebody's slipping on there's like there's Luke on the ground and everything like that that's the blob that was a person that he slipped on ah, and okay. you, like there's no context for some of these things and it's because they just did these weird chops all mm-hmm. the way through mm-hmm. and because they're just trying to shrink up the movie as much as they can yeah and um it was just it was poorly executed some of these these cuts and some, some. Of the planning that went into it <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I totally get that. Um, then let's go with one more thing I just like before we get to our tragic makers. <sighs> it bothered me so much. Luigi's character. I hid that he's like, I got a feeling Mario and they, they're they late to their first, their job of uh, fixing the dishwasher or whatever it was. I think he said they were there early. Yeah. But the Scapellis beat him. The person they, wouldn't they have called Scapelli. The person wouldn't have called the Scapellis if they were on time. No, I just they got know who calls and hires three different plumbers and says, I'll only pay the first one that shows up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I, I blame more of the writing there because they got there early. Yeah. And, that's, uh, and you could thank Luigi for that, not hate him for that. How, yeah. Okay. How do you know they got there early? Because he, he says, says it. that. Yeah. Well, going to say it. What? He's going to say, oh, you're right, Mario. We got here late because of my poor drive. No, of course he's going to say, oh, we got here well, early. We got here early. You're lucky we got here alive. I think that was the exact. Yes, that was yes. the live. Yeah. 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 So Mario, Mario wasn't, did not. Mario wasn't if he was affirming. late, Mario would have called him on it. Yeah. Uh, Mario, Mario had no chill. He called out his issues, the things he did wrong. Mario would have been like, we're late, you kid. All right, fine. Well, then. Even worse, you can't. You guys can't talk me out of this one. That when uh, the he's on the phone checking messages, and there's this big, this big uh, leak somewhere. They need all the plumbers. They could have gotten this hey. job, but he's like, "Oh, no messages," and hands the phone to Daisy. I'm like, "What are you talking about? Hey, no messages?" Hey, hey, Francisco. Yes. Put yourself in his shoes. Yeah. You're at a payphone. If yeah. you even, you know, if you've ever used it, I know what a payphone is. <laughs> and your wife, who's not your wife yet, but she walks up and mm-hmm. she looks like, hey, she needs help. And you look at her for the first time. Would you take that call or would you look at her and be like, here you go? I'm sorry. I know how uh, I answer that question for my wife. Here's uh, it's, <laughs> it's bros before does. Okay. Like does like a deer. <laughs> so I would, I would tell my brother, hey, we got a job. We got to go do it. I know. I I would say why not both? Well, yeah, you could do both. You <laughs> could turn the brother. Yes, say, that's a, hey, that's an excellent point, Paul. You could do both. Say yes, we got messages. There's this big leak over here, or this big mail. What was that? Just correct. It was a voicemail. He could give her the phone, then go back to the message. Yes, right. uh, also that. So, uh, so <laughs> stuff right. like that just bothered He's me about her, his character. Perfect. Boo hoo! Who is? <laughs> I mean, it's a flawed character. Yeah, yeah. that's a. a that's yes, what but he, he doesn't overcome those flaws. No, but nobody, that's in the sequel. Nobody <laughs> can relate to flawed characters in movies, right? Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Always got to be perfect. Like Here. you, Francisco. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> in every way. Well, I'm, I'm glad you guys are finally admitting it. Okay, good. We're making progress, finally. Yeah. Professional good. skater, professional skateboarder. <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to our tragic makers, guys. Let's start with Dustin. What did you hate most about this film? I'm so glad you asked me first. (laughs) (laughs) My tragic maker for this film is it almost completely ignores its source material. Yeah. Oh, Oh my gosh. Amen. Say it for the rest of us, because that's mine. If you change the name of the characters... Yeah. No one would. This is not a Mario movie. Yep, I mean, like, it's like the only thing that grounds it is Mario, Luigi, Koopa, and uh-huh. Toad and Yoshi. And you recognize the names, but and then the, the, the names, even like, you know, naming the king Bowser and uh, oh, the, the original one, Bowser, and then yeah. Koopa. I think in the original Mario, the book that came with it says Bowser, king of the Koopas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's... so, not, so. 
it's always been Bowser, but we've always called him King Koopa because in the original game, it was Bowser, King of the Koopas. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The movie made them two different people. You had King yeah. Bowser, who was a good guy, and then yeah, yeah. Koopa. And so, it was, but it's just like the Goombas weren't Goombas. There were no turtles and shells getting thrown all over the place. There were no fire uh, whirlies you're trying to run away from. You're running <laughs> from But I was like, you know what? This this movie, if if you take out the names, it's not Mario. Yeah. All, all aside from the babam that walks around and yeah. Yeah. yeah, which which I did I did like the babam and yes, everyone yes. freaking out. Yeah. It was no, just I like that too. Thing. Yes, but, no, I but would just, I would have expected it, it, it a bigger explosion because so <clears throat> I think when this movie came out, obviously since Yoshi's in it, Super Mario World was already yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So you have this incredible world of Mario One, Mario yeah. Two, Mario Three, Super Mario World, and they just. Ignore they, they throw yeah. it out. They yeah. don't honor the source, and that drove oh. me nuts. Yeah, yes. right. What's Amen. even more annoying is when you see the behind the scenes and the writers and the producers and the directors all agree that the Mario games themselves had no story for them to draw upon. What, what are they thinking? It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! They've obviously got the wrong people to handle this. Yeah, so that's the thing is the people they got to handle. And from my understanding of the way this came out, this couple that came in and do everything, they had an idea for their own movie they wanted to do, but mm-hmm. nobody would greenlight them. So they just took advantage of this opportunity <sighs> to do a Mario movie and did their own thing. In fact, it wasn't until oh like gosh. some financial executives showed up and they're walking around checking out this dystopian set, going, "Well, this is strange." And look over, and they're like, hey, "Why? Are, why is there a strip club over here?" Um, you guys know this is supposed to be for kids. They're like, what? We don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh well, gosh. interesting is <clears throat> that it, it gets worse, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to go into your no. tragic maker now? Buckle in, ladies and oh, gentlemen. No, 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 no. The producer that got this, there there were lots of companies, Paramount, Disney of all people. Yeah. And several other pictures, people yeah. wanted to make this movie. But they they couldn't. But Nintendo kept saying no. One of the, the producer actually, sorry. Before we get all these companies were meeting with Nintendo of America in California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the producer said, "Forget that. I'm going to Japan." Met with them and said, "Hey, I want to make this movie." And like, "Hey, well, why should we allow you? You want to do it for less money and than all these other people?" And and the guy said, "Well, I'm here and they're not." And they said, "Good point. Okay, it's yours." <sighs> so. Then he was like, okay, I have this movie. What do I do with it? I don't know what to do. He hears these people, these these two people from England who want to make their own movie, who give it this spin, like Dallas called it. Mm-hmm. And the producer said, hey, that sounds great. What their idea was is to make it dark like Batman oh, of 1989, okay. mm-hmm. to be like the dark Mario or the dark Knight kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. So they go ahead and make that, and then they start running out of money. And this is where all everything, everything gets disintegrates, gets, much like yeah. the particle effects in this movie. Yeah, like yeah. And then so they have to call on a, another company to help them out financially. Disney of all people, again, comes in and rescues them uh-huh. and actually puts lighthearted stuff into it and and over does a lot of adds more jokes try to make it more family friendly like what are you trying to do here mm-hmm. right so it it's it and unfortunately it is like a mixture of almost all the genres and you're like <laughs> what is going on it's because people the original people are like oh people don't like it cuz they took away our original story everyone that liked everyone that signed a board wanted to do the original story yeah and everyone that 
is is like, oh, that's the worst. So you have all these different conflicting ideas on how yeah. this movie should be made. Mm. And so that's why everybody had like towards the end of it was having a terrible time because there was fights amongst everybody. Oh, right. That sounds so miserable. And, and my last thing on the ignoring the source material. Yes. Yes. Drive me nuts that um for 90% of this movie, mm-hmm. up until they put on their suits, like, all right, you're wearing red, you're wearing green. Which was cool. I like that moment. Red, the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, they did not wear the Luigi, right colors no, throughout. Not just that, but Luigi is wearing a red outfit the right. whole stinking movie until right. they put on their video game uniform. I right. bet I think you. Mario's even wearing a green tinted jacket. It's like you guys, like this is <laughs> wow. It's dystopian. It's like the Dark Knight of Mario, Dustin. I think someone came on. It's like someone from Disney and said, "Hey, did you guys play the game? You know those suits are supposed to be reversed." <laughs> and they're like, and, "Oh, uh, hey, quick, switch that." <laughs> the, the guy in red is in love with the princess, though. Yeah, but it's the wrong guy in red. You know? <laughs> it's the wrong princess. <laughs> Oh okay, that's that. I could I could go on and on about how they botched the source material. Yeah, that's yeah, an that's... excellent tragedy maker, though, Dustin. Uh, let's. I hear... mean, the Goombas didn't look like Goombas. They were great, cool. Okay, leave some for other people. <laughs> uh, Dallas, <laughs> no. go for it. Dallas, what's your tragedy maker? Didn't even need uh, my, mine's just in the same vein of just like they okay. ignored everything. And what really ticks me off is that this is a. Uh, uh, it's a beloved franchise as well. It's a beloved franchise, and it is marketed. It was like it or not, it was marketed for families and kids to go to. Mm-hmm. Yes. I went and saw this movie in theaters with my dad and my sister as a as a as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so, like this is 1993. So I was like nine years old, I think, about that time frame. Mm-hmm. And so um, and so now did I enjoy it? Yes, I had fun with it. Right. Granted. At seven years old, I was watching Terminator. So this was like in the RoboCop. This is lighthearted Terminator. <laughs> this is lighthearted Terminator RoboCop for me, man. Yeah. You know, we're knocking it out. But at the same time, as as a functional adult, I'm thinking back and I'm going, I'm not going to bring a five-year-old to see this movie. Why not? You know, I just, it's you know, there's hard. just a lot of things that took place. And if they had gone, if they had continued on with their vision they had, and kept the name Super Mario on it, that would have really just rocked. And I understand, you know, hey, there's this whole thing called rating system, Dallas. You should read the ratings. And yes, I agree. I'm one of those ones who's like, what's the rating on that sucker? But I know, working at Hollywood Video forever and a day, I know people don't. I know know what happens to employees when they get cussed out for not warning parents to to read things. (laughs) (laughs) No, your your five-year-old shouldn't be playing Grand Theft Auto, (laughs) San Andreas. Uh, (laughs) Any of them. (laughs) Yeah. So that was my biggest deal is just that they they took a franchise that was, it is at its core, a family experience. Yeah. That, and they they and just they, threw it away, they, spat on it. Yeah. The script was rewritten several times. The first one, they said it was too fi- fran- family, family friendly. friendly. It was like for six-year-olds. And, and, yeah. and I was like, well, that sounds amazing if you animate it. Like, <laughs> right. compared to what this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't mind you know, pushing a little bit, making a little bit older. That's fine. But right. what they did and how they just removed... Like like what Dustin was saying, all the source material, mm-hmm. anything right. recognizable, we have to go. Oh, okay, that's that's supposed to be the fireballs. Oh, okay, those are you know that's why they jump. You know, yeah, you know, and it there's a human that looks like Mario. We got <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> like just grab a fat guy and throw a mustache on his face. It's good to go. Yeah, I could right. be Mario. I just got to yeah. shave. 
I, I agree, though. I mean, not only was I mean Mario always has been and still is the face of Nintendo. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. They put yeah. out a, they put out a new system. What's the launch? The next Mario game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. they gear up for you know what are we going to do this quarter? We're going to release the next Mario, and it's everywhere. So he was and still is the face of the franchise, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the brand. I mean, of Nintendo. Yeah, the brand. Yes, yeah. yeah. And um, and. This movie, even back in 93, had an opportunity to capitalize on yeah. everybody mm-hmm. knows and yeah. loves and will go see Mario. And the fact that it lost $20 million in the box office, <laughs> just when, when you would think that name alone is going to be like a Mario movie, we're in. Like People yeah, will right. flock to see this, but yeah, it was right. so bad. Word of mouth was just like, nope, skip that. Exactly. Yeah. I think there was a reason why after, like, because there was this... Then there was Double Dragon and then Street Fighter and then Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. And mm-hmm. then minus the Mortal Kombat, because I was scared towards other people, you notice that the quote unquote kid friendly properties just didn't exactly. come back to theaters. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Nintendo's like, we're pulling out so much so that like in the modern Mario, Nintendo mm-hmm. was super involved. Yeah. Like right. there were some things they As wanted they to do. They should have to, been in this one to begin with, but right. exactly. But well, like they they quoted and said, look, we'll focus on the games. It's kind of like they outsource like t-shirts and all these other oh, things. They oh, treated see. this like that. They're like, like, oh, oh you're good at movies? Okay, we'll trust you with this. Right. But. Exactly. Well, what's yeah. funny is you mentioned Double Dragon, and I think when um, when I was talking with Paul and Francisco about, you know, like, hey, you're still geared up to, you know, do the this movie with us, and so I hadn't rewatched it yet, but I think one of my comments to you guys was, yeah, in, in our memories, I was like, I remember this being a horrible movie, only not as bad as the double dragon attack. <laughs> that was worse. Right, that was yeah. so much worse. <laughs> yeah, this That's isn't funny. the worst movie of all time, but we're no. we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, give us what your tragic maker is. Are we I've there been talking yet? about my tragic well, okay? Maker. If there's anything more you want to expand on it. Um no, just the fact that they didn't use the source material. Yeah. And the people that they said looked and researched and played the games mm-hmm. to write the story. I don't it's terrible. Yeah. Not sure I what they played. Totally agree. Look, look how they I don't massacred know. my boy. <laughs> it's like they were like, let's play D and D with Mario names. Yeah. Dude. It's almost like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So my my tragic maker is kind of a collection that can be sum, summed up in one word. Why? And the, <laughs> I think the answer is, we've sort of gone over it, is that they didn't care about the source material. So <clears throat> I'll just focus on three things, though, that are my biggest whys in this uh, movie. Why would there be a plumber alert? Like, are plumbers really such... No, why are... But there's a official plumber alert. Our plumbers yeah. are always attacking Koopa no. or something. King Koopa <clears throat> put it out. Said he has that one policeman he talks to that happened to be <laughs> the guy that took in the brothers. A and he, look, the city, the whole country, the whole planet is just like four city blocks. There's only a <laughs> people. It's not going to take much to to create a plumber alert. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Why? Would Iggy and Spike betray Koopa? I don't get that. They become all of a sudden communists or something. The proletariat, you're will rebel. You're blah, 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 blah. It's, yeah, they became smart and realized dictatorship. They, they realized communism fails. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But it's it's so 
it just didn't make sense. Why would they betray him? Which again, Iggy and Spike are related, are cousins to Koopa. So you think right. they'd have that familial bond? Not his kids, ignoring the source material, but I, his cousin. I, I don't know about you, Francisco, but I've been around some dysfunctional families. All right, fine. Okay, that's that's a fair point. Wait, your line of work? What? <laughs> Then they should have they should have been against him from the beginning. Not but they weren't smart work. enough. To they me. weren't smart enough. They were, <sighs> they were they were so dumb and just under the the, the fear of them. Then yeah. why were they helping him after they turned smart to begin with? They should have immediately gone against him. Look, you're the have, one that said that getting smart to have be evolving doesn't mean you're just automatically smart. You absorb no, information. Paul said that. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. And my well, last why. the size of a walnut, according yeah. to you know, dinosaur stuff. So come on. My last why. I like how we're dismantling all your arguments. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> like, that, guys. Classic maker. <laughs> turning That's all not your you like makers into classic makers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mario magic. Um, why does them killing Koopa somehow allow Bowser, the king, Mushroom Kingdom king, to unevolve and or to evolve back into his normal king, Lance Henriksen? Yeah, and how, how did it from all over the city come into him, or did he just have like? 10,000 arms and legs that were just automatically chopped off and now he has two. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't if he was de-evolved into fungus, then it yeah. seems like it would take an evolving machine to get him back wow. into the king. Why does you know he what? magically become that way? You're absolutely right, Francisco. I have no rebuttal against that. That's but I think it's sad that that of all things is your tragic maker of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. If his fungus was holding things together anywhere, did those things all of a sudden start crashing and burning? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was wrapped up in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was back, and unfortunately, 100,000 people has died because <laughs> they're all apart. But he's back. He's Half back the city's now. destroyed, but hey, it's easier to rule smaller number of people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, those are all the things we didn't like about this movie. But now it's time... Now that we've entered all our firing trajectories into the firing computer, Travis, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Salvo authority accepted. Ratings prepared to launch. Hey, who had the Salvo authority? Was that Mario Luigi or Bowser? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but as Baba likes to say, Super Mario Brothers is brought to you by the letter Y. Lots of Y in this movie. Um, <laughs> so now it's time for our final rating. Do we rate Super Mario Brothers dot uh, from 1993 a classic? We'd recommend anyone go see this movie, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's worth a rewatch. If you remember it fondly as a, watching it as a kid or young adult, yeah, definitely take some time to rewatch it. It'll, it'll be a fun nostalgia trip. <clears throat> or, but if you've never seen it before, keep it that way. Or do we rate it a tragic? It's worth no one's time today. If you've never seen it before, keep it that way. And if you have seen it before, don't sell any good memories you have of it with a rewatch. Let's begin with Dustin. Was you had predicted tragic? Where did this movie end up for you? All right. So again, I was trying to figure out when it was over. I was like, all right, what would I do? Because we can all agree the movie. I mean, it had so many faults, mm-hmm. so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at but, the same time. 
I have so much fun talking about this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. People that have okay. seen this movie, and you know, even the the fun things we like, the things that made it so bad. So for me, I'm going to change it to nostalgic. Really? Oh, wow. I, okay. I am because. Like I said, I went back and watched it, mm-hmm. and I had fun remembering how bad this was. <laughs> like, writing okay. down the notes, even of like, oh my gosh, that was so bad. And even now as we talk about it, it's like, this was so bad. It's hilarious to talk about. <laughs> and I would say, if anyone, you know, if you've never seen it, you're not going to get it. But if yeah. you have seen it, if you have memories of it, whether they're good or bad, Watching it again and then talking with somebody about the movie <laughs> is going to be fun. Uh, and okay. so, so for that reason, I would say, I would say nostalgic. It's All worth right. rewatching and have fun with somebody talking about how uh, bad it is. That's awesome. <laughs> so would you probably not having watched it? It sounds like you might recommend a riff tracks version or something. Yeah, if if you haven't seen it before, I, w- I would say don't don't go <laughs> back don't and watch it. watch it and try and relate with someone <clears throat> who grew up with it. Like I know mm-hmm. I yeah. I was uh, also you know seeing it in the theaters i think i was uh, eight or nine years old uh-huh. so so same age as you and just uh yeah i, I can look back at that and think fondly of how much fun yeah. i had as a kid and how bad it was thinking about it later so all those things come into play so gotcha. all that to say i i would say nostalgic for the sake of have fun making fun of it later okay yeah all right um dallas you had predicted nostalgic where did it end up for you yeah um Man, it's not a good movie. Oh, like, <laughs> what? A, You're blowing my mind here. Terrible movie. I've been trying. I've been racking my brain on what did I rate this on the bottom shelf because I do not remember. You're not on the uh, bottom shelf. You're on Retro Rewind podcast. I know. <laughs> He's just giving himself plugs. It's all good. <laughs> so, but because um, because the reality is like a lot of what we do, we, we kind of mirror you guys a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And some of the stuff we talk about and. And what are um, what are your ratings on the bombshell? You've mentioned it a couple of times, just so people know if they so want the to go check stuff, out you guys. Yeah, so we we purposely watch terrible movies, which is why we talked about this movie. And <laughs> <laughs> so Top Shelf is like, oh, this is actually a good movie. Uh, you should, you know, I want to get it on DVD. I want to own this. It's mm-hmm. actually a good one. Middle Shelf is like, ah, it's not so good. Not, it's not great. I can see why people don't like it. Bottom show is like, oh God, no, this is bad. Like, this is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, avoid it if you can. I will actively tell you, do not watch this. And then you have uh, the the magical layer of the dumpster fire where movies just go to die and they never they are erased from existence. And to our understanding, no film has ever been to the dumpster fire. We just oh, never really? heard of any movie. What's the no movie? Well, yeah, because it's erased from existence, so you wouldn't like, know. Like, oh, oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. There's this mythical movie called. Avatar, not the blue people, something else. Somebody supposedly there's a movie and it's in there. Uh, it was the last the one. Last and Airbender. And, <laughs> and isn't Monty a, Python and the Holy Grail in there man. too? I think. No, that's actually a top shelf. And so, anyways. Uh, so, but for me, um, I'm gonna. I, I say that because again, I just talked about this movie um, not too long ago mm-hmm. on the bottom shelf, which is mm-hmm. why I'm going. Where was I with that? Yeah. And I'm trying to go because you know different seasons, different time frames, and yeah. different stuff. But like what Dustin was saying, I have so much fun talking about this movie with people <laughs> yeah. who get it, who understand it. And if you can, I, I said this earlier, if you can remove the moniker of Mario, mm-hmm. like in your head go, this isn't a Mario movie. I'm watching a lighthearted, dumb, dystopian film. It's an homage to Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it's an homage. Successor. And so um, you can enjoy it. 
You can genuinely have fun. Can you though? <laughs> I mean, I laughed. I yeah. smiled the entire yeah. time. Like literally, I smiled the entire time there in the film. Oh, that's I laughed. Cool. The dancing goombas. Yeah, it's just it's always in my. I I have been on elevators with like little the, the music playing and just yeah. been like. Dun. I'm shaking I mean, I'm my just, head at you guys. It, I can't believe that's something you head. guys like. Oh my gosh. And there's just different things that pop up in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I remember these things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it at it's it's not a classic okay. at right. all, but it I think it's a nostalgic film. Nostalgic, and, all right. All right. So yeah. Very fair. Um, before we get to me and Paul's reigns, uh, we like to go out to you, uh, the Reflux Capacitors, who make this uh, podcast possible. Thank you for all your support. You get to rate these movies as well and have a voice. And collectively, you rated this film tragic. So <clears throat> the first tragic of the night. Vote. I doubt any of them watched it before giving that rating. I I well, know, right? we, we <laughs> asked people if you've seen the last couple of years to vote. Otherwise, probably not. Yeah, a couple can be <laughs> two. Couple means two. Exactly. <laughs> couple does mean two. Thank you, Paul. But Paul, yeah. where is you had predicted nostalgic as well. Yes. Where did it end up for you? So <clears throat> When talking with people, there seems to be a real affinity for people who saw this when they were young between Mm -hmm. a certain time frame. And Mm -hmm. they love it. They have nostalgic feelings for it. They think it's great. I enjoy some scenes in this. I enjoy, like, the Goombas and the elevator. I'm one of those people that love that. (laughs) I also enjoy, like... Like the dinner scene, I think they have great, some great expressions, some great. There's some good acting in that. uh, Mario, his girlfriend, that's not Peach, and Daisy and Luigi are having dinner. Yeah, okay. There's some great interactions in that dinner too. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? So she's still in her work clothes at that night. Yeah, (laughs) which is a little (laughs) odd, but all right. Yeah. But anyway, um, I there are moments that I enjoyed and smiled and laughed like Dallas. Mm -hmm. Um. But I also agree that it's a terrible movie. But, <laughs> um, and I purposely may not ever watch this movie again. Yes. Um, but because of those people who love this movie, I want to honor them and say it's nostalgic. <laughs> because if you have seen it before, you may enjoy rewatching it again. You may not. I don't know. But so I'll say nostalgic. Okay. But if you haven't seen it, don't see it. <laughs> Nostalgic. So what we've learned tonight is I'm podcasting with a bunch of saps, a bunch of saps that can't give you the good listener of the hard truths that this Yo, is a oh, tragic Captain. movie. No you one should go even, see this. You did didn't even laugh in the elevator dancing scene when no. the Goombas faced each other and no. started dancing. <laughs> They're holding each other. That was the icing on the cake. When they all turned to face each other and uh. kept going. It was like, yeah. No, I, I'm with Francisco. It. That made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best part of that was that they're doing that and all of a sudden the doors open up and the who had Goombas there. And he's like, don't do it. That that part was kind of <laughs> kind of fun. But yeah. I, I rate this a tragic film. I would not watch it again. I I'm glad to talk about it with anyone that wants to, but yeah, it's not uh, a movie for me. So, but according to the Retro Rayon podcast, we rate <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Period. A disputed, Bros, nostalgic period. film. So we'd recommend if you enjoyed it 
as a kid or a young adult, go watch again. But if you've never seen it before, keep it that way. But now it's time to stick around 1993 and see uh, what we're all, where you can find us all on the interwebs. Travis? Return to 20XX overridden. Comstats broadcasting while awaiting return coordinates. No gaming in God. I didn't walk the dinosaur when I watched Super Mario Bros. <laughs> That's a fun song. I like that song. It, it, it's fine. Um, all right. So uh, it feels good to be sticking around 1993, but we wouldn't have been able to uh, go travel 1993 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflex capacitors, namely Deborah Powers, Geek Devotions. Oh, you're right here. Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Ruiz, Kennethin, Fabulous Fabulous Lomax, Rosie Lomax, That's Our Bobo, D. Tungsten, Dale, Mr. Lost, Gerald Hafner, Cool Deluxe, Dustin Morford. Oh, you're here too! Woohoo! Redeemed Otaku, in addition to two other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the Jigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to start. Oh no, I'm scared. No need to be scared because this stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. Oh yeah, let's go. Wahoo! Say, Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Are there any ways that people don't have to spend all their coin to to support the show? Uh, Actually, yes, Paul. You probably enjoyed this episode if you made it this far. So if you aren't driving, tap the share icon in your podcast player for this episode and send it to a friend saying, I know you like Super Mario Brothers or maybe you, you were a fan of it as a kid. So I thought you might like this podcast on it. Great. And I'll bet they'll thank you for it. I'm sure they will. Yeah. And speaking of thank you, people, we also want to give a big Mushroom Kingdom hug to Dustin Warford and Dallas Mora for supporting us with their thoughts about Super Mario Bros. Period. <laughs> what would, And I like to go in alphabetical order. So we'll start with Dallas, because even though you're both. D-A maybe, comes before D-U. Yes. Dallas. Yes. All right. So, Dallas, where can people find you online? Is, is there anything cool you got going on that people should know about? Yeah, you can find us at geekdevotions.com, which is uh, the kind of the central hub for everything we do at Geek Devotions, where we take geek culture and we let people know their love through weekly uh, devotionals on YouTube and then a variety of podcasts, including The Bottom Shelf, where we review terrible movies. Uh, and... Uh, we read allegedly, which is where we review books, and hopefully coming up in the next month or so, uh, more of the Gundam Watch, where we review oh, Mobile cool. Suit Gundam and various other fun things. And uh, so, yeah, geekdevotions.com. I really love the guy that you have playing uh, General Romeo on that, uh, the Gundam Watch. He's great. I, I, he, I think you should start paying him big bucks. I think he, he's talented. Does he have a Cajun accent? <laughs> he does not. He, but may, he does have a Patreon. He may have a Cajun accent. You never know. <laughs> Oh, we know he don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Dustin, thank you so much for coming aboard. How can people find you on- online? Is there anything cool you got going on? Yeah, you can find me on six episodes of the Retro Rewind podcast. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Movies that are so super fun. Um, you can also, um, I, I don't have any special podcast or anything that I do separately, but, um, I, I'm a pastor of a church and we stream every service. So, nice. um, celebration or uh, CC Puyallup, kind of hard to spell, but CC P-U-Y-A-L-L-U-P. It's the city I live in, Puyallup.com. And my sermons and stuff are all on there. You know, I love what I do pastoring the awesome. church up in this community and 
Then I also have a Instagram handle. I'm called Ghetto Kids Preacher because I spent 13 years as a kids pastor. So that's just been my handle for a while. Well, I do. And awesome. I'm also on Facebook. Nice. Very, very cool. Thank you again so much, Dustin, Dallas, and <clears throat> my awesome, not so much a plumber, but awesome friend, Paul, and all you rewinders, new and old, for another fun voyage. You making fun of my plumbing skills? <laughs> do you have plumbing skills? I've been known to fix a few things. All right. All right. I, I withdraw my plumbing comment. Well, you're welcome. And you can find me, <laughs> pauljpowers.com, at pauljpowers.com. Dot com. Where apparently you can get plumbing services. It's amazing. And you whoa, can find whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hey, well, you know what? For the right price. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get some sort of service. Yeah. You, you got a toilet that's uh constantly running, just needs to jiggle the handle? Call Paul. Yeah. Pay him a thousand dollars, he'll jiggle that handle for you. That's yeah. Perfect. Satisfaction not guaranteed. <laughs> But you can find me on our Discord for show announcements or just to say hi. Uh, you can join us there at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. And you can also uh, check out the uh, card game I'm designing called Junkyard Juggernauts at JunkyardJuggernauts.com. I'll plug that as well. That's a fun game to be testing with you guys. But no, just I'll, I'll shout out being part of the testing crew for that. I'm, look, I am I have a lot of fun. That's a great Aww, game. Thank you so much. <laughs> This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. As Toad just said, we are now part of the Culture Box Media. Hold on, I gotta dance here. As we're really? swaying. Alright, I, I gotta turn the... Sorry. <laughs> um, we are now part of the Culture Box Media Network. Find all the shows unpacking truth, story, comedy, and geekery at culturebox.media. I'm not well, gonna lie, I'm gonna play just that one clip of the movie before I go to bed. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. That's a great song. My gosh. Scene wow. of the day. <laughs> well, thank you, Exo, and thank you all for listening. Whether or not you're dancing or smiling at that part of the movie, we pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we gotta catch you all for the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Rewinder to the Lost Pod mission complete. Review audio ship's logs for more details. Come on, girls, let's go. Who are you? Luigi Mario. What, you got a problem with that? I don't got a problem. Come on, let's go. There's an alternate ending if you want. No, I, I thought that was great. No, I like this one too. You realize what our society has become? Yeah, we get the feeling you're an automatic pilot. You're going through the motions like waves in the ocean. That life is a series of brainless notions, and you want to feel something more than empty emotions. Well, we met two plumbers who had an idea. They showed us the light. And the new frontier. No, and Luigi. They know what's right. We got to take a stand and put up a fight. Well, stop. And think this through. It's time to get rid of. You, you know, know who? A radical development is taking place. And Spike will set the pace. Goofa! The party Goofa! The Boomba Goofa!
Is he still going? Yeah. <laughs> it was a long scene in the movie. Can you imagine trying to memorize this? Can you imagine trying to memorize this? And it goes on, and then they cut it? It's probably one of the best.